Hello? Oh, I can see me, but I don't see you. We oh. actually aren't doing, uh, we're just doing audio. Oh, well, the hello. Video, the video will actually cut in and out. And uh, so that's why we just do the audio so it records cleaner. But I can but see I can. you. <laughs> saw you. Saw you for a second, but then now oh, I just yeah, that's awesome. So I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Well, so, actually, before are we are we starting this episode right now? Are we just gonna just do talking, or are we are we uh, are we just if, gonna sit here? What and chit if? Chat? What if we chat for a few seconds and then we start? Just so yeah. like I okay. get to know y'all that, a little bit, and we'll get perfect. comfortable. That's perfect. Yeah. Hello there. Welcome to Jack-O-Lantern Press Podcast. Things are getting very spooky tonight as we have special guest, the Asylum Countess, joining us. <laughs> Sit back, enjoy, and happy haunting. <laughs> Good evening from the Pumpkin Patch, and welcome to the Jack-O-Lantern Press Podcast, where we discuss monsters and Halloween. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. Tonight's bonus episode, Trini Quinn. That music you heard at the head of the show and what you're hearing right now is from John Debney's score for the 1993 film Hocus Pocus, one of our favorite movies about witches. We're playing that because we're going to be talking to one of the greatest witches of all time, Violet the Witch, a.k.a. the Asylum Countess, a.k.a. Trini Quinn. At the beginning of the show there, you also heard Tom and I talking to Trini for the first time ever. And it was pretty cool because the three of us share the same great-grandparents. So our mother's father, Fred Balsamo, was the brother of Trini's mother's father, Nelson Balsamo. And so back in May, uh, we actually met on Facebook. And so we've been chatting back and forth, haven't actually talked, and uh, we finally got to do that here. So uh, we came to find out that Trini, like us, is a Halloweeniac. Um, and she's an artist specializing in Halloween works. She's a game master and actor at Escape the Netherworld and an actor in the Netherworld Haunted House, both of which are located in the city of Stone Mountain, Georgia, which we'll learn more about in our discussion with Trini. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, what do you think, Tom? I think this is going to be awesome. I mean, just the discussions that we had with her earlier. Um, you know, it was fun meeting her for the first time, and she did, you know, some of the the voice, uh, you know, the voice things that she does, and I, I don't know. I think it's going to be really fun, so I can't wait to jump right in. Yeah, so right now, Tom and I have a witch's cauldron of our own with the magic spell that allows us to communicate with beings from the monster dimension, so... Um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to get Trini on the line, so... Uh, here goes. Double, double toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble. There she is. I think I can see her coming through the bubbles now. Trini, Trini, is that you? Yes, yes, hello, I can hear you. Hello. Hello, and hello. Wel welcome, welcome. Welcome to my so, we wanted to uh, find out a little bit about um, your history with Halloween. I guess we'll start with like a, a first Halloween memory. Can you think of your first Halloween memory or a memory that comes up? Yeah. So when I was a wee one, I used to think about Halloween like literally year round. So I feel like this is just in my blood. And for those of you who don't know, I'm an artist and uh, everything I do is centered around like kitschy Halloween BS, uh, and it's pretty great. So, um, <laughs> so I would, uh, plan my Halloweens even from like June, 
next year and um, I would start planning. And so one year I remember I dressed up as a witch with a very tacky and itchy wig. And for some reason there's a fondness with the uh, the itchiness. I don't know why that is, but I was a little witch. <laughs> I don't know, like tacky Halloween costumes, don't they kind of make you feel nostalgic a little? Like oh, the uncomfortableness yeah. yes, of yes. them all? It's yeah, like you it's, can have a mat like your Halloween mask, and it would be like stuck to your face by like an hour into trick or treating, and you can't breathe. But there's something yeah. cool about that. Well, yeah, that's because okay. it's the smell. The smell brings back the memory of the the, the mask that's melting in your face <laughs> into your pores <laughs> and your skin. Maybe that's yeah. why I am the weird, like the the level of weird that I am is because the plastic mask just probably like <laughs> melded to my skin somehow and into my brain. Uh, but <laughs> I remember seeing that there was this guy dressed as Scream and he was like obviously playing around, but I kept seeing him from time to time and he would like pop out from behind bushes and stuff. And I, I remember I was like, Dad, if I see Scream one more time, I'm going to scream. And he goes, oh, Katrina, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, how how old are we talking? Like, this is, like, Man, I was, I was younger than eight. Okay. Oh, I thought it was just last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's accurate, too, because I still yeah. dress up like a witch, so that's accurate. Are the wigs still wit itchy? Yes. I was about ready to say witch. <laughs> Witchy, or the wigs are witchy. I mean, yes. itchy, yeah. Yeah, so I will talk about this later, but I work at Netherworld Haunted House, and I still dress up as a witch to this day. I do dress up as... Sorry. <laughs> we'll talk about this later, but I do I do work at Netherworld Haunted House, and I still play, I still play a witch, and the wigs are still just as itchy, even though they're not made of... Uh, such bad plastic as like whatever Party City is telling you that they have. I think it's probably toxic. Um, don't I'm sure it is. I'm uh, sure probably. It, yeah. They claim yeah. that it isn't, but it it probably is. It's probably toxic. Uh, but yeah, we have higher quality wigs than that. But it's they're still itchy. So the suffering <laughs> lives with me. It's just what it is. So have you always been a Halloweeniac, as we like to call it? Have you always been into Halloween, or do you know what did it for you? Uh, okay. So yes, but it's been in phases of my life because I mean, I was always, I, not to get all deep and everything, but I've always been kind of made fun of for being weird, um, and dressing differently and just into the horror culture. Um, and even then I wasn't always into horror. I just like the aesthetic of horror. Uh, but I would go in and out of phases trying to figure out like, okay, where do I fit in? What do I, where do I belong? Which I feel like we all do as teenagers, right? Like, Sure. You know, we try to figure out who we are, but uh, it, eventually it just comes full circle and I made my way back into Halloween and it feels comfortable here. You know, I love it. My roots. <laughs> so yeah. this is like what age? Like, did you, did you, you know, say, oh, it's just I'm into Halloween. God, I don't, I, didn't, I can't even really tell you when it was like it clicked to me. Um, you know, I just was always weird. And then one day it was like, oh, yeah, no, this is. This is where I live now. <laughs> so then, and how long? Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Well, I was going to go to the next subject. So if you're on the same well, subject, no, I, I was just, I was just curious. So during Halloween time, when you were younger, even before you, you know, you, you loved Halloween. Did you go like do hardcore trick or treating? Did you watch tons of movies when you were a yeah, kid? Yeah, yeah. I always, yeah. I miss trick or treating so much. I. I don't like I think the last time I trick or treated I was probably about like 13, 14, maybe 15. I pushed it for as long as I could. Uh yeah, I did. I trick or treated a lot. I missed that a lot. And so based off of some of your artwork that you do, I'm I'm assuming cuz I see somewhat of a little bit of a theme for mm -hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, so yeah. I know you have to love that movie. I wanted, okay, literally, this is a true story. My, uh, my mom said that I asked her at three if I could marry Jack Skellington. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's, it's been a thing. Like, I was raised on Beetlejuice, you know, any Tim Burton movie, really. Uh, and it just kind of stuck with me. I feel, I just felt normal there. I don't know. They were some of my favorite movies. It's just, it's just a good. So, 
You're definitely younger than us because I <laughs> think I was in college when Nightmare Before Christmas came out. <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to tell you I was literally born the same year that movie came out? So. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm a fetus. Yeah, I think that, that's 92. That was 1992. 93. 1993. 1993, okay. Yeah. So, so I was yeah. talking to your mom and yeah. she said that let me see. Let me pull it up because she sent me something. I asked for a little bit of trivia about you. I hope, <laughs> hopefully you don't mind. But Here we go. She, said, she said, fun fact, you were conceived on Halloween 1992. Yeah, that's like a thing I would have not liked to have known. But it's just, you know, it's not really something I'm going to picture. Uh, Helmstever, I feel like it just confirms the weirdness you know it's like yeah literally you were a ritual to become into being and be a horror upon this earth so <laughs> and, I, and, and I don't even know your mom that well like I only met her probably met her through Facebook probably yeah. like two hours before I contacted you on Facebook <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I just said you know hey what what's some fun stuff that maybe we can bring up uh, one of the other things she did bring up, though, was that you wanted to marry Jack Skellington. Yeah, so that I like literally my story has been corroborated, so you can't not believe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then she she said that every year you start planning next year's Halloween costume, but on Halloween. So it's like. On Halloween, you're like, yeah. okay, next Halloween. <laughs> yes, accurate. I'm going to do this. This is accurate. So, so how irritated do you get when you see Christmas stuff in stores before Halloween's even started? <laughs> well, uh, fun fact, if you see somebody using Christmas decorations before October's ended, you could kill them and use them as Halloween decorations. So that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> confirms my level of rage, I would say. Yeah, yeah uh, it makes go. me pretty mad. I, I don't dislike Christmas. My best friend, Beth, absolutely abhors Christmas. Um, I like Christmas, but I celebrate Yule as opposed to cr like traditional Christmas. I am a witch, like a real one. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it's like, I don't mind it so much. I like, but I definitely like have my favorite is quite obvious of what it is. And don't take that away from me, everyone. I need to have my spooky month. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. Gotta have the spooky month. Yes. I was vending earlier this uh, this month, actually, so October. I was vending, and um, somebody was like, it's too early for spooky season. I said, sir, it's October. Please clock in. Yeah, we yeah. start getting into Halloween start, like, August. August. Like, into it. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty much into it all the time, but, I mean, it really, even our book, August when you go like back to the see. book. Yeah. August first is is considered the witching hour, and when everybody takes the portals into the into yep. Transylvania, so we get stoked right on August first. Well, my thing is, excitement. yeah, my thing is, is uh, October thirty first is for tourists. We live it year round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's exactly. like I'm not a tourist. I live here, so thank you for visiting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so so how did you how did you get into art like when did you start drawing stuff and was it always spooky stuff or did you draw other things and then you just kind of came around to spooky stuff so um i like to tell people that i started drawing cave wombs in the womb uh i i seriously can't remember the first time i started drawing like it's just always been a part of my life um and you know uh, I've, I like. I think it's really good. I, a good idea for artists to kind of study all kinds of art. And so I did go through many phases of, uh, you know, trying to see what my style is. And I still do it. I still study other other styles to try to, you know, hone my craft and everything. Um, I, but it's always kind of been spooky centered. And the older I got, the spookier. Like, you know, I, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a horror artist, but I am a kitschy Halloween artist for sure. I like whimsically spooky things. Um, and it's always been centered around like surrealism, witchcraft, and like spooky Halloween type of stuff. And, uh, it, especially now that I've chosen like art as my career, it just keeps becoming more and more creepy cute. And I love that kind of like playing on that line of like really cute and adorable, but also, you know, uh, terrifying and, and messed up as well. I like both. 
So do you so do you have somebody, like? Oh, go ahead, Tom. Sorry. <laughs> so if somebody um, uh, wanted to look at some of your artwork or even some of the little patches and things that you've created, I, I know you have Etsy. Do you want to tell them where to go so that they can check it out? Yeah. So I'm most active on Instagram. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I'm a lady. Uh, <laughs> I'm most active on Instagram. I'm most active on Etsy. Um, and anything that you find is the Asylum Countess. Not V, but like T-H-E, the Asylum Countess. You can find me online pretty much through any of those. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, I could just tell you. Out there. I could just tell you, Tom, that uh, if, if I want to look at her stuff, I could just... I have it here on my desk. So yeah, uh, you can keep <laughs> you can keep throwing that. At me. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get her to draw me a, like a huge poster of something somehow, and then I'll, I'll send you a picture. <laughs> For those that didn't hear, uh, um, because we were talking before we started recording. Um, I had sent a book to uh, to Trini, and in return, she sent me some cool patches. I have this cool pl uh, clown pin, um, so I have some stuff. So uh, and I don't, and and Tom doesn't. So, poor Tom. Apparently, I don't. <laughs> poor Tom doesn't have do you, anything. So, do you have um, like inspiration? Any artists that you kind of look at, and uh, you know, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, there's a there's some awesome artists. Um, I'm really super inspired. Um, man, I gotta think of some. There's actually, you know what? I'm super inspired by my friend uh, Jiri Art. She's an artist here in Atlanta as well, and she is just so incredibly talented. Um, a lot of the stuff that they do is she. They call them themselves uh, Neon Nature Witch. And so it centers a lot around like witchcraft, but more on like the the light path of witchcraft, which I'm a gray witch, so I dabble in both. But she she is more focused on the uh, like the good vibration side, and it's all centered around like nature. But you like the colors that are used are like blues and neon purple and magenta, and it's just gorgeous and completely immersive. You feel like you're in your own world when you look at their work. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah. And where, um, can, where can people find this stuff? Is there a uh, website? Or? Yeah, Instagram. I don't know if they have a website, but it's uh, Jiri Art. So J-I-I-R-I-A-R-T. And you can find them on Instagram. And their work is just incredible. Cool. Sweet. I'll have to check yeah. that out. Please do. Yeah, please do. So the, the other thing that I wanted to ask you is if you, can, if you could do this, is three of your top favorite horror movies. Ooh, horror. Okay. Wait, horror or movies that you like to watch at Halloween, or both? Is it or different? both? Let's do really, both. If they're different, yeah. If they're different, do both. Yeah, do because both I I feel like I I split them up between whimsical and then horror, um, and I like really gnarly uh, psychological thrillers. Um, I really like The Witch by Robert Eggers. Uh, oh, have you guys seen to, that one? No, I need to see. I've been wanting to watch either. it. Y'all yeah, need to get on that immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's so good. So I'm not, I, I have my fair share of like blood, guts, and gore type horror that I really like. But uh, if I'm going to choose a brand of horror, I really like psychological things that kind of get inside your brain and make you go, oh, damn. <laughs> you know, so uh, The Witch is amazing. Um, I also love Hereditary and I really loved Midsummer. Although I feel like Midsummer wasn't so much of a, a a horror it was just very grotesque but it's not scary in my opinion but it's beautiful it classifies in horror if you want to get like technical about it um so i love that very much have you guys seen any of those i haven't uh, seen any of those yeah i need to see Midsummer. a lot of people kind of complained about it but that usually means that i'll probably like it well um so I, yeah i gotta you see know, it I have to say, so Midsummer, if you guys don't know, is centered around um, Swedish uh, Midsummer traditions. And so I feel like I think I can't remember the proper name for it in like Celtic or whatever, because there is like it, it goes through all like pagan holidays are all kind of sim similar when it comes to like celebrating the seasons changing. I, it's not Liva because that's the beginning of it. Whatever. Anyway, the point is, is it's it's a it's centered around celebrating the you know, the midsummer 
Um, and a lot of the witchcraft that is shown in the film is actually quite accurate to like realistic everyday witchcraft. It's super cool. Huh. Yeah, okay. they, use, they use the runic alpha, alphabet and like they all correspond with what they're supposed to mean. It's really cool. You guys need to watch this movie. Okay, okay. Yeah. And yeah, report we'll back, please. Yeah. Report yeah, back, we'll yeah. Report back. And maybe what we could do, Mike, when I come down there, because I'm going to actually go down to, to see my brother here on Monday. Um, <clears throat> so maybe we should we should try to find that movie and watch it. That'd be do kind it. Of see. Do and then it. we'll let you know. Okay, do so, it, do so, it, do it. so those are your horror movies. Do you have, and then actually I have another question, but first, um, do you have your three like Halloween movies that, you know, get you into Halloween? Yes, I love, obviously, Nightmare Before Christmas, Hocus yeah, Pocus. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, I was going to ask you about good, Hocus yeah. Pocus. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I feel like I, I embody like that one. Yes, yes, yep. absolutely. It's incredible. Um, and then I also really love Trick or Treat. Oh yeah! Oh, right. yes. I kind of figured okay. she was gonna go to, see. And my brother told me about Trick or Treat, and I watched that one. And I, it was it was weird to me, and it was a little bit a little bit uh, on the crazy side. So I I kind of stayed away from it. I didn't think it was that great. But I'm no, cla- I love it. I, I like the classic <laughs> movies. So I go back to like the ones like The Wolfman and Frankenstein meets the Wolfman and stuff like that. Okay. Listen here, I this is okay. So I'm obsessed with Bella Lugosi. He's my husband. He's dead. He doesn't know that we're husband and wife. It's fine. Uh, but I'm I'm actually quite obsessed with Bella Lugosi's Dracula. And there was a point in time where I actually used to put it on to fall asleep because it would soothe me. You know, nice. Nice. Har- Jonathan Harker screams of Master, please no, and I'm like, ah, good night. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, so that to me is more of a like a everyday kind of mood rather than a Halloween specific mood. Yeah, I mean, and Trick or Treat just has like such the the atmosphere is so Halloween that yeah, that's yeah. what I love the about the atmosphere is definitely. I mean, the <laughs> the very beginning one where they were talking about not uh, blowing the candlelight out. I mean, I do even do that to this day. You never blow the you never candle do that. Yeah. out in the pumpkin. It's uh, just law. It's blasphemy. I mean, it's it's, it's horrible. Listen, do I don't that. make the rules. I don't make the rules, but I have to abide by them. Okay, listen. Yes, that's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. So yeah, that's the, the those like get me in the mood and the spirit of Halloween. But yeah, Dracula, man, that's just me every day. I love so that. Here's here's a true fact for you, just because you love Bella Lugosi. So one of the of, of the uh, people that bought our book. They took it down to Bella Lugosi's grave and set it next to it, took a picture, and posted it. It was really neat. Yeah, it was pretty oh neat. Oh, my God. Listen, I'm pissed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a goal. How incredible is that? Amazing. I love that. Yeah, I'm, pretty I'm cool. jealous. I'm very jealous. Somebody we'll needs to do that with my art. We'll have to a picture uh, yeah, of it because it was neat that somebody went down and took the time to do it. That's an honor. Okay, so here's another question because I've I've been looking for just a really good movie about witches and maybe it's Midsommar, uh, uh, maybe it's uh, Hocus Pocus. Um, do you have one that's like, yeah, this, if you want to watch a movie about witches, this is it. Maybe like The Witches, Nicholas yeah. Rhodes movie or I don't know, what, any anything Man, that's like this so- is the one. Yeah, there, I would say The Witch is wonderful for like Christian folklore of witches. Okay. Um, because like there is a huge difference between being a practicing witch, which I am, versus a folklore witch. They're two different things. Uh, you know, like a lot of, a lot of people have this misconception that witches are these ugly hags or, you know, young maidens that are naked running around in the woods that will sacrifice animals in the name of Satan and everything like that. And like, actually, if there's, you know, I don't want to get into politics or religion too much, but, uh, in the satanic Bible, there's actually laws against hurting animals and children. So it's like completely separate things. I think the folklore, of Christian, like what a Christian version of the the folklore of witchcraft is. The witch is an excellent example, whereas Midsummer is a horror take on practicing witches. So it's it's quite interesting. Huh, okay. So yeah. you say you're a practicing witch. Like what? How do you do that? 
How yes. did you be- become that? You just go online and fill out a form? <laughs> or <you know? laughs> Well, uh, for the Satanic Temple, you actually have to sign a contract, which I didn't do because I'm agnostic. Uh, but uh, for me personally, uh, it's I, I believe witchcraft is you know, what you make it to be. It's a practice, not a religion. So you can pair it with anything. Um, for me, it's been a very long journey. I started at in 2014. Like I decided like, no, this is my path. And like, I'm going to make it happen. So you can ask witches what it means to them. And it's all going to be different. For me personally, it's about manifesting your uh, reality to be what you want it to be. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it's a it, you can ask people like, what does that mean to you? Some people believe that you ask a deity, like, say, Sir Nonos or, you know, uh, Ganesh, you know, from different religions and ask them to make this happen for you. Or you can pull the energy from the universe or you can pull it from within yourself. And I'm kind of a mishmash of all of that. And it's kind of complicated. Um, but you use particular herbs. You use, me- uh, you know, the elements of the earth and you kind of make your own spells and you cast something with intent and it's really all about your intent. You can use something as simple as a sheet of paper and I've manifested uh, really wonderful things even from just a sheet of paper and a pen uh, in doing so. So it's just manifesting your reality. It's visual prayer. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Very cool. So I was going to ask you this um, since you are an artist. um, So our grandfather... Um, his name is Fred Balsamo, and he was your grandfather's brother, who oh, was wild. Nelson Balsamo. Yeah. Both of them were musicians. And I always wonder if my artistic side, because I write and I directed movies and I used yeah. to draw a little bit when I was a kid, I always wondered if if uh, maybe that comes from him. Did you ever think like, oh, yeah, he's... You know, maybe it comes from that, or did you have other artists in the family or anything like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. So I actually never met Grandpa Nelson. Uh, uh-huh. He died before my mom married my dad. So I've heard about him and I've listened to some of his recordings of the trumpet, which are incredible. Uh, my grandma was an opera singer. Uh, you know, oh, and then wow. on yeah, and then on my dad's side, we've got artists upon artists upon artists, and I'm. Supposedly, I'm not sure because Lishka is a common last name, but on the on my dad's side, we've got uh, artists who are painters and everything like that as well. So it's just kind of feel like it's just this perfect storm brewing. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. neat. And yeah, I think, cool. So I think your grandpa Nelson, I think he went to Juilliard. Possibly? Yes, correct. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And and do you know, so I'm not even, I don't know much about him, very little, but did, was he, did he stay in New Jersey? Do you yeah, know? I think so. I think if I'm correct, because I don't know very much about him, but I think that he lived in New Jersey or New York. It was one of those, because I know my grandma met him because she was a singer while he was playing in a band for that night. Uh, like, they were performing together, so to speak. That's yeah, fun. So, mom, my grandma... Mom was actually talking about something about uh, him being in World War II and stepped on a landmine. Yes, he lost, lost a his. leg. Yeah, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even hear that story. Yeah. Yeah, that's so what she I, was telling me earlier today. So he was our, 19 when he lost his leg, 19 years old. Wow. Well, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So our grandpa, so he, uh, so he's, he was in New Jersey when he met my grandma and my grandma always said, Oh, I met him in a saloon because he used to play saxophone, uh, in big bands in, in various clubs in, in New Jersey. So that was how they met. Um, and then I don't even know what brought him out to California. Um, but they came out when my mom was, I think she said six years old. So that was in, it was in the fifties when they, wow. when they moved out here. So do you play any musical instruments? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, no, neither do I. No. I mean, I can't play anything yeah. to save my life. I was just curious because there's so many, there's so many people on our, our side that, you know, above us that, that, uh, they played. They played all kinds of instruments, but I never got into it, and then Mike never did yeah. either. So it's just interesting well, how that the, faded away. I can play like I'm pretty good. I mean, I wouldn't go on tour, but I'm pretty good um, playing the kazoo. 
Yeah, dude. <laughs> Rock on, man. <laughs> I'm pretty good on the on the piano playing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, and that's about <laughs> it. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to um, the nether world. Um, so how how so tell us a little bit about that. Um, and I've actually I didn't know a ton about this, but I know that it's considered like one of the top haunts in the country. Dread Central raves has raved about it for years. Fangoria Magazine, yeah, the no. ScareFactor.com, Haunt World, Travel Channel, TopHaunts.com. Yeah. Like everyone is like, this is the haunt. So tell us a little bit about that, how you got involved, when, and, and what, you, what you do there, like what all that you do there. Yeah, absolutely. And if, oh, wait, hold on. Before you actually answer that question, if you need to, you can also change your voice up a little bit, show some of your character, because yeah, it's really to. neat. Okay. Yeah, so it's like kind of a long story. So I've actually been working at Netherworld for five years. Five oh, wow. years I've been a haunter. And, um, you know, like I said earlier, I've always been a weirdo, but I never knew where my place was. I did try for a long time to get involved with Disney, and I almost got cast as a video the fast flying fairy at Walt Disney World. Um, and oh, that didn't, sweet. Yeah, I got, I made it to like the callbacks, I guess. I don't know. It's like their auditions are quite strange, but I made it to the, through the elimination. I was the right height and size at the time. Um, and I almost got cast, uh, didn't work out for whatever reason. And so my best friend at the time started working at Netherworld. And I was like, I don't know, I'm too scared. Because I was always into Halloween, but not necessarily the horror aspect. So Beth uh, worked there for a year. She told me to come through. I went through and I was like immediately enamored with it. Uh, the next year I joined and I fell in love with it. My first scare that I ever got, I felt this power within me of, of just like, Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, and once you become, once you like scaring the crap out of people, it's, it, you can't stop. Like it's truly a, a, a magnificent thing and a feeling. And you know, it's all consensual. Everybody's enjoying their time there. Uh, and it just, it's just a, it's awesome. Like it's truly awesome. You look forward to it every year. Um, so in my fifth year now working there, I work, uh, as a witch most of the time. I'm outside, uh, taunting customers and, you know, uh, being my character, Violet, who, uh, we could introduce her if you guys would like. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> Throw it out. Uh, all right. Hello there. What do you want? Hello? Oh, hi. Hi, uh, yes. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting back with some popcorn and just yeah. <laughs> No, I need to talk to me. What do you want? What do you want? I rose out of my coffin for this. What Tell is this? us about yourself. Mm, well, my name is Violet, and um, I work here at Netherworld Haunted House. I have a pet. His name is Reaper. He's about seven feet tall. Uh, he has glowing red eyes, and he likes to torment the people that walk through the haunt. And I, yes, yes, I like to boil and eat children, so that's what I do. How many kids have you had this year so far in the haunt? Well, I lots count, dear, really. They're <laughs> all so delicious. I probably have some leftovers. Would you like some? Uh, sure, pass yeah, it sure. through. All sure. right, I'll buffet style? Eh? What, 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 what? Buffet style, or...? Or no, what? Ears over here, some... eyes over there? Yes, I'll send you some baby legs, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's Violet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I love it. So during during the not Halloween season, we were talking about this earlier. What? So there's escape rooms, there's other stuff that you guys do, and then you said you play another part like of a, of a raven. You yeah. want to do some of that? Because yeah, that's kind of neat, too. I sure will. So we have escape rooms. We have laser tag. And then on on off-season, I help paint their sets as well. In fact, there's one room that's dedicated to Cthulhu specifically as if it's like an altar dedicated to him. 
uh, like a temple almost. So we've got like flickering lanterns from the ceiling and then every wall I painted myself. It's got uh, murals of Cthulhu in like a blood red accented with black and, and brown. And then the floor I actually did this year. I painted tentacles coming out from underneath an altar space that is holding bubbles. And the bubbles are filled with um, Cthulhu symbols to summon him. Uh, oh, so, wow. Yeah, it's really awesome. I like it a lot because most of the time my art is very like pristine and sharp lines. And at Netherworld, I get to weather things most most of the time. So I'll make things look ugly and old and ancient and antique. Um, and that's a lot of fun. It's a, it's more like abstract art. Uh, and then when I when year round as well, I work on weekends at Escape the Netherworld, and I play Madame Mornington, who is a raven. Um, who helps you through the game Nosferatu, and that's what I play. So you do you dress up as like a human-sized raven? <laughs> what's the costume? No, so what's cool is that the raven is actually an animatronic that's in the room, and I sit uh, in a desk. Oh. Yeah, so I'm kind of like voice acting. It's really cool. Um, that's I have, awesome. Yeah, I have a desk, yeah, and I have is. cameras, and I see everything, uh, you know, while while the people are, you know, trying to solve the puzzles. But Madame Mornington is a bit of a stuffy Victorian woman who was transformed into a raven for some reason, and she helps you get through the room to kill the, the vampire. Wow. I guess, do you have video of this so we can kind of get like a, a little well, idea of what yeah, unfortunately, with the escape rooms, like we have some stuff online at, at escapethenetherworld.com, um, but they try to keep the rooms as secret as possible because oh, yeah. they want people to feel like it's a new experience. They don't want anything spoiling it. Right, sure, right. Sure. Yeah. Well, when you said you had the best job, that sounds like a pretty fun job. Dude, <laughs> it sure is. Would you like to speak with Madam Mornington? Yeah, sure. can you, can you sure. summon, sir? <laughs> Hello there, dears. My name is Madam Mornington. Mornington with a U, dear. What do you want? <laughs> Again? <like> mornings. <laughs> yeah, well, dear, you know. I've seen many sad things in my day, especially when people lose my games. Yeah, I don't lose games, so we would we would solve it. We'd be out of there in no time. Oh, do you think so, dear? Absolutely. <laughs> as long as you can read and pay attention to your surroundings, perhaps you might have a chance. Nice. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> now, do do you eat um, kids too, or? Oh no, dear. <laughs> I, I'm I'm but a simple raven, so I have things like corn and bugs, unfortunately. Uh, do you get asked a bunch of stupid questions all the time while oh, you're yes. in that? Oh, yes, all the time. Especially, it shocks me very much that humans these days don't use their eyes, especially when things say, do not open, and yet they proceed anyway. Drives me mad. But aren't they supposed to do that when they when you put something up there that says, do not open? Well, one would think that they wouldn't open it. <laughs> but, they, but they're trying to figure out a way out, and if it says, do not open, and they can't figure it out, maybe they're, maybe they're saying to themselves, well, maybe we're supposed to open this up. So then or they do perhaps, it anyways. Or there's another choice. They could just be stupid. <laughs> well, that's, that's probably the case, too. <laughs> yes. Yes, dear. I'm afraid that is the case. This definitely sounds sounds like something that if we ever get a chance to come out that way, I I know for a fact I would love something like that. Going through, like, the, the especially the escape rooms, obviously oh, yeah. the, the haunted house, that being, you know, the top scare in the country i mean that's something that we are eventually going to have to do yeah the, muse the museum looks really cool too i saw that a video too. on youtube yeah, is that, yeah. That, is that up year round the mu the monster it's like a museum of monsters yeah the house of creeps is up year round it's only five that's bucks to I, get in yeah, yeah so oh, wow. that's what i was five looking bucks. at earlier today that video that you sent mike that was the house of creeps and all of that stuff is all an audio animatronics that's all oh, yeah. There. And if That's you listen sweet. very closely and when you step into the room, you can hear a voice going this way. Oh, very sweet. spooky. Is that it's you? Great. It's not me. Oh. It's not me. I don't know who did right. it, but it's pretty spooky. And then there's a little <laughs> surprise at the end. I'm not going to spoil it, but it's pretty, uh, it gets you a little creeped out, even to uh, people like horror. 
Yeah. Is it you? Is it you? <laughs> Are you saying something? <laughs> no, man. You got to just. It's not you either. Oh. Listen, all right. I'll spoil. I'll spoil it for you. It's a dummy. Wait, should you? Should you? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. All there's right, a there's right. a dummy that is dressed in civilian clothes, and it's just like it looks hyper realistic. It's actually from Ghost Rider, I think. Ghost Ride is the company who makes it. Say hyper realistic dummy that's in a position that looks like they're terrified and their back is turned to you so it just looks like a person is hiding in the corner terrified oh uh, i bet that's right. kind of creepy it's if it jarring looks real. it's jarring Definitely. yeah it's super jarring they used to set it up in the hallways behind the scenes so like we'd be setting up stuff and i would like see a girl just like in a fetal position and it scared the sh excuse me it scared the crap out of me the first time <laughs> Yeah, the first time that I saw it, because I was like, oh, my God, is somebody, like, freaking out right now? What's going on? But I was too afraid to go up to it, and I went up to my boyfriend, because he's the manager there. I was like, babe, I think there's somebody freaking out in the hallway. He's like, oh, my God, that's the dummy that put in. <laughs> it's oh. yeah, that's got to look funny. really realistic then. It if does. It, yeah. it does. Yeah. Once you get up super, super close, you're like, oh, okay, I see. But from from a first glance, you're like, God, you know, if you, especially if you're not expecting it, it really freaks you out. So, yeah, we used we, we talked about this on a previous podcast, but Tom and I used to do something kind of similar to that at Halloween time, because we used to make haunted houses like when we were in elementary school, we we got into like when you were talking about scaring people. Yes. We definitely used to get into into that. It's like after you scared one person, you're like, whoa, this is cool. Let's do that yeah, again. This is fun. Yeah. Well, absolutely. we did that all the way up up through high school and all. And then we when we kind of all went our own direction, then we, we kind of stopped. But we still do stuff. Like I still haunt my house up every year. Uh, uh, there's not a lot of trick-or-treaters, but we haunt it up outside. I've done zombie house and all kinds of other stuff. So it's always huge and i start putting my halloween decorations up on september 15th and load the whole house up so everybody gets to deal with it all all that whole time so, so i think you're do it for sure so i think you're my best friend um, <laughs> that sounds incredible yeah that's amazing i love that i love that so much but yeah what we what we used to do um kind of similar to like what you were saying was we would we would have a lot of dummies um, <laughs> around our house, and then we would dress ourselves up as a dummy. We would actually have, like, newspaper in our clothes, and it would be, like, poking out. Yes. So we would look like a dummy. We would, like, you know, tilt, contort our bodies in a way to where yes. it looked like a poorly made dummy. Yes. So people would go up, and they're like, is that real? And then maybe yes. we wouldn't scare that person, but then the next person who yes. was watching was like, oh, yeah, no, it's fake, and then we jump out. That's called uh, a statue scare, and we do that a lot at Netherworld. Yeah, that's that's a ton of fun. <laughs> my, my first night uh, working at Netherworld, I actually... <laughs> Uh, I actually was put in this train scene. So this is room that when you step into the room, it starts shaking as if you're actually on a train. Um, and there was a bunch of uh, people in hazmat suits and gas masks. And I was, of course, or I should say dummies. So it was all these dummies, you know, in the hazmat suits and the gas masks. And they put me in the same costume. And, man, I got some good people. It was good. <laughs> I bet. Oh yeah, so it was how, great. How much time do they do they spend on all like the costumes and and just making like each of the of the sections that they're going to? Because some of that stuff online there is so detailed out, it's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. So um, a lot of the stuff that you see, we have a lot of silicone masks. We've got foam. We've got latex masks, uh, and we also have prosthetics. And we have a team of makeup artists. So we get into casting. They cast us and then they put us in a line for wardrobe and then also um, then you go into makeup and then they'll they'll take your you get like a card basically and they're like, OK, so tonight, for example, you're in the witch shack. So you go to your wardrobe, they get you your witch costume and then you wait in line for your makeup. They'll put a prosthetic on you, do some airbrushing if you don't get a mask and then you go to your spot Um for me, since oh, wow. I've been working there for five years and I work outside and entertain people in the line and everything, I have a wardrobe set up in a closet uh, for the lot actors. I get my costume and, uh, you know, put my contacts in and sometimes my teeth. I have prosthetic teeth that I put in that are molded to fit 
my teeth. So, you know, I can be as disgusting as I want. Um, and then I wait in line. They airbrush my makeup, put a prosthetic uh, witch nose on me, and I run outside and terrorize people. And it's awesome. So the day that is actually happening, it's actually quite quick. And we work on these sets and everything year round. So it truly is like a lifestyle at that point where, you know, if you're on build crew, that's you live, eat and breathe haunted house, you know, netherworld haunted house and, and Halloween. It's great. So what's uh, what's so like a what's like one of your shifts? Like, is it like an eight hour shift and you have like a couple um, hours of preparation? Then I assume you go out and you haunt maybe for six yeah. hours or and it's, then it's six. later than that. I'll tell you that. Um so my call time is usually around six. I get there and then I, pr the show officially starts at 730. So everybody has to be, you know, for the up, cause we have two separate shows. We've got the, you know, <clears throat> right now I think it's night of the Gorgon for the upstairs show. Oh, and then, really? Yeah. We have two, That's we have two cool. separate shows and then we have, so our upstairs show is more, but is more ghoulish. It's more like a nod to HP Lovecraft, pumpkin head, you know, very like, uh, you know, think haunted, typical haunted mansion type of scenes. And then you also have your second show, uh, which is always around like either sci-fi, uh, like, you know, medical horror, a lot of blood, guts, gore, grungy. That one personally, it scares me more than the, the upstairs. The upstairs show to me is kind of like a my everyday. I live like that. I mean, I have medical posters and like bones and stuff in my house. That doesn't bother me. When I go down to the second uh, show, which is cold-blooded this year, which is dinosaur experiments gone wrong, which is really fun. That one is scary because I don't like blood and guts as much as ghosts. Uh, so it makes me kind of nauseous when I go down there, but it's gross. It really so, is gross. So that's kind of like the Rob Zombie sort of scene, and the other one's more like the little subtle, still scary, but not so much. It's it's. Mm, I would say the upstairs is super scary, uh, but it's it's just not gory. It depends on what your fears are, really, because we've got claustrophobic situations. We have things where uh, it disorients you on purpose, like we've got vortexes. We have ground that is purposely made to make you feel like you're falling you know and then oh, the downstairs wow. yeah the downstairs show is more so you know guts and gore and you know body horror so what makes you uncomfortable you know what i mean that's really what's going to scare you so did they make you sign like a waiver before you go through this stuff no, Netherworld is super cool. Like we, we just have a quick thing that says, don't touch us. We don't touch you. You know, no photography, you know, and we keep things pretty PC to be quite honest with you. It's, I would say it's like probably rated PG 13 as, as opposed to rated R. Uh, you know, there's, we're, there's no touching or grabbing. It's all like ambiguous in terms of like religion. We never have anything like satanic or, too occultish because we don't want to we don't want to upset people the, it's not about shock value it's more about what scares you what genuinely right. is going to scare you yeah and we want to be creative about it it's so easy to take a satanic symbol and scare people because they're not educated whereas you know if if we get something that really is going to freak you out like claustrophobia it makes you go more into a primal scare rather than a prejudice type of scare if that makes any sense yeah no that makes yeah. perfect sense yeah. yeah yeah so even during outside of the of the halloween season you you guys stay pretty busy throughout the year yeah yeah we've like i said we've got those the laser tag the escape rooms and the monster museum um uh, and uh yeah, I mean we're we're always being spooky year round, and then the the haunted house is open on special dates. That, see, that's sweet. I'm I'm just glad that somebody does something year round that is is promoting you know Halloween type stuff. That's that's what I like about it. It's kind of like the the store down in in Southern California. There, it's called Halloween Town, and it's a Halloween store that's purely dedicated to a whole bunch of of toys and books and masks wow. and yeah. all kinds of stuff. And they stay open all year. That's and amazing. And so it's kind of neat that they that they have. I haven't been to the store yet. Mike has, but um, I'm, I'm going to go there when, when I go there this weekend. So kind of That's excited awesome. about it. Yeah, uh, there's some haunted houses in the nation uh, that are actually open year-round, from my understanding. If I'm correct, I think Dark Hour 
and 13th gate are open year-round? I could be wrong. I haven't been to them, but they're in other states. I think one of them is in Texas and the other is in New Orleans uh, that are open year-round. And they also have escape rooms, if I'm correct. Uh, and Netherworld would love to be open year-round, I'm sure. But uh, right now, it's just the escape rooms, laser tag that we've got. But I love it. And, of course, for me, I'm on paint crews, so I'll I'll be painting. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, that's neat. That yeah. is definitely neat. Nice. Two talents to good use. Yep. It's great. I love it. Well, um, we are running out of time here, but we wanted to see if there's anything else that you wanted to say or anything you wanted to plug, uh, websites or shows that you're going to be doing, um, yeah. or anything that maybe we forgot to, to ask you about or didn't know to ask you about that you think is cool or important to bring up. Sure thing. So I'm an Atlanta-based artist. Uh, I Everything I do is based around witchcraft, horror, Halloween, um, and I live, eat, and breathe it. <clears throat> uh, you know, so it, just check out my art. It, I'm a freelancer, so like when I'm not painting at Netherworld or running their escape rooms, I'm painting and I live off of commissions and everything. So if you like what you see, check me out and, uh, you know, maybe buy some of my merch. I've got enamel pins patches prints all sorts of stuff and yeah i'm an i'm an artiste that's hearts dear so where and where where is that uh like i said earlier the asylum countess is where you can find me etsy.com slash shop slash the asylum countess is my store and my instagram is the asylum countess you can find me there yeah sweet awesome very cool yeah. very cool all right well um so it was very nice talking with you, Trini, and hopefully we can do this again. One day, you know, we're, we're hoping to get out there and it would most likely be Halloween season so we could uh, we can check out uh, the netherworld. Yeah. Um, what we usually like to do at the end of each episode is we play a clip from um, some sort of Halloween sound effects album that we had as kids. And yeah. we figured this one, it would be fitting if we played something to do with witches. So we're going to go to um, a record we had as kids. Um, it is Walt Disney Studios 1979 record, New Chilling Thrilling Sounds of the Haunted House. And this, <laughs> this clip fittingly is called The Witches. Yeah. So, nice talk. Nice talking with you again, and uh, have a good night. Happy Halloween.